and who will by no means clear the guilty. That's one sentence. <laughs> Pretty good. Of course, the Apostle John didn't have the Westminster Confession. So he just had one word. Again, I'm not trying to make light of the Westminster Confession. But I would, I would suggest to you that's kind of a description compiled through Scripture. And, and John, in his simplicity, brings it down to God is light. Now, the Apostle John is the only uh, author who has given us uh, what I would almost say this grammatical uh, construction of a God is statement. And he gave us two other God is's in, uh, in the gospel. So, you're going to get, take a stab. What are the other two? God is love. And God is... No. 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 He is. He says, I am the bread of life. But, I mean, it's literally God is. All right? Spirit. So, so there's only three times in Scripture, and you can check me out on this, where there are literally God is statements. Not, not in some places where it's, uh, God is, uh, you know, some would want to take even God is a, uh, or, or, or put it in an indefinite article in there. Uh, but this, this, the grammatical construction is just simply that. You can't change it any way. Uh, in those three statements, in, the, uh, in, in his gospel, he says God is love, God is spirit, and now here in First John, he says God is light. Um, the only other closest kind of place comes in Hebrews where it says God is a consuming fire. Um, but that's still, that still, that has that indefinite A uh, article right in there. So God is light. And again, I suggested, you know, it's not like how many lumens does God have or... Or, uh, you know, oh, he's as bright as the sun. That's not what the apostle is getting across here. Okay? So, so here's, here's what I want some help, though, all right? Because it's a very broad concept. When you think of light, what do you think of? What do you associate with it? A lamp. A lamp? That's kind of literally speaking. Let's think figuratively what, and, and even in John's gospel of what we read earlier, there was a little bit of an association. You associate light with? That's a contrast. We'll come back to that. Good. I wasn't just saying that, but I like that. Yeah, goodness. That'll get us, that primes the pump there for us. Thank you. Truth. Truth, yes. When you think of light, you think of truth. Holiness. Holiness. Now we're, now we're going. Now we've got the, the pump prime. Purity. Purity, thank you. Yeah. In fact, I don't have it right off the top of my head. There's a place I think it associates light and purity together. 
Okay? Okay? Let's, let's extrapolate that just a little bit. What's the value of that site in this sort of a context, maybe? Can I go with that? I'll, I'll put slide down for you. I, no, I'm going to put slide down for you, but I'm also going to put this one down. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. Sight. Knowledge. Because it, it teaches us not... We, we see there's a hole. And there's something connecting says, I know better than to step in that hole. This is good. A couple more, maybe. Justice. Glory. Glory. I'm going to go back up here to goodness. I'm. I'm. I'm yeah. I, no, I think I think it's associated in there. Um. And I'm going to go. I'm going to go back to this site a little bit, okay? Um, it also the, the the site not only gives you knowledge, but doesn't it? Uh, I'm trying to think how to put this. Um, don't we feel a little safer in the light? Or am I the only one that was afraid of the dark? <laughs> Oh, thank you. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to put safety up here. Is that fair enough? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Because when I get really afraid, that's when I have my wife kind of come and lead the way for me because she's brave. Safety. Okay, light. Safety. Glory. Goodness. Truth. Holiness, purity, sight, knowledge, justice, love. There's probably a couple or more but, uh, that we could extrapolate, but I'm, I'm running out of room. Okay. So, so help me out a little bit here. How do you find fellowship in light? I'm not disagreeing. I'm, I'm just asking. Oh, you're getting ahead of... Yeah, you're getting ahead of me. You're... <laughs> now, it never hurts to go with Scripture. No, I, no. It, no, yeah. And we're, and we're going to come back to that because you're, 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 you know, you're, you're going ahead of us here. Life. Did I forget to write that down? Life, yeah, the life, that's what I was thinking earlier, because it's connected, even right there in John 1, the gospel. Uh, In him was life, and he was the light of the world. So, okay, one more. Righteousness and sight. I got sight right there. I'm just not that good of a speller or or printer. So I'm going to go ahead, so we've got sight, and I'm going to put righteousness in here. So I think, you know, that's good because you see this, it's really not a simple statement, is it? It's really a pretty profound statement. God is 
all of this to us. Now, now let's come to the other side of the coin, though. All right? Because what does it say here? God is light, and in him there is no darkness. So now we come to the contrast. Okay? God is light. And so let's go through these. What's the opposite? Okay, darkness is the opposite of light. What's the opposite of fellowship? Okay, I heard two. I'm sorry. Isolation. Aloneness. What comes with isolation and aloneness? Sadness. Depression. I've got a young lad there. Sin. Sin. Because, yeah, we have righteousness. The opposite of righteousness would be sin. Okay. I know what I think when you say that. What do you think when you say that? Okay. Sure he is. She is. Okay. And I'm not going to write all of these opposites down because uh, just for time. But I do. So what's the opposite of safety? Fear. Danger. Yeah. What's the opposite of glory? Shame? Okay. I heard two at the same time, so it's got to be true. When, when I was in seminary, Old manuscripts, one old manuscript was Aleph, another old manuscript was Beta, and it said whenever Aleph and Beta agree, don't question it. So, if Aleph and Beta agree, it's good. So, shame. What's the opposite of goodness? Badness. Yeah, yeah. What's the opposite of truth? Yeah, lies. Lies. Not good. What's the opposite of holiness? Wickedness. Wickedness. Yeah, good. What's the opposite of purity? (laughs) (laughs) Some things are just too obvious. (laughs) What's the opposite of sight? Blind. Can't see. Shut your eyes and try to walk around. What's the opposite of knowledge? Ignorance. Foolishness. Yeah, the opposite of justice. Injustice. The opposite of love. And the opposite of life. Death. So he's contrasting us here. God is light. And and he does very another very interesting thing here grammatically. He says... And in him, how does, it, how does it read here? There is no darkness at all. That's really a very weak and mild way of stating that. All right? So, in, um, in math, this, I'll, I'll quiz my wife, who's the math teacher. <clears throat> If I have a negative, and I have another negative, what do I have? If you're both of positive, 
If I'm multiplying, I have a positive. If I'm using Greek grammar, what do I have? <laughs> That's correct. Whereas in math, you do a negative, negative, multiply it, and you come up with a positive. It's opposite in Greek grammar. You do a negative with a negative, you get a really bad negative. I mean an emphatic negative, not a bad negative, an emphatic negative. And you know what happens if you put another negative in there? Thank you. Thank you. And so that's what he's doing here. And so that's why in some of your uh, translations, like a Phillips translation or um, somewhere, some maybe a Greek scholar who wants to write his own, you know, translation or something like this. It's, it's, it's a unique phrase here. Uh, it sounds cool. I don't expect you. The only reason I'm saying this is because it sounds cool. You know, udomia. You know, doesn't that sound cool? Anyway, so what he's saying, and some of your translations will say is, there is not one speck, there's not an iota. Don't even think about it. Bit of darkness. So here's the reason why I'm, 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 I'm bringing this, though. Because he's saying God is light. There's not a speck, one iota, not any little bit of darkness in him. What does that do to the light? Makes it pure. Make it, it, it makes it perfect. So he's not just, there's not just fellowship. We can have perfect fellowship with him. We can have perfect safety. Did I have peace down here? I'll put peace. We can have perfect peace. The glory that he has, there's not going to be any better ever the goodness truth holiness righteousness purity knowledge sight justice love life it's a perfectness you know sometimes we're given just a an inkling a sampling a glimpse of something i mean i mean i don't know why this, my brain goes in different directions. But you see uh, uh, a younger or older couple like that, and you just, you know, sometimes you just say, wow, they just look so much in love. And we get this little glimpse here on this earth of what it might mean to love someone. But if you've been married 12 hours, <laughs> You understand that it's not perfect. I know mine because mine's tainted with my selfishness and my own sins and things. And so it's, that's why it's so overwhelming when God comes in with a perfect love to love us as we've never been loved before. And He comes in with a holiness that is frightening. And a glory that we can't even come to imagine. And now I'm going to come back 
to the word fellowship. Okay? Because if you read through these verses right here, so it's more than just, a, again, an intellectual knowledge, uh, and, and again, not uh, the Westminster, that we can have a good picture of the perfectness of God. But the author is writing this, he says in verse 3, so that you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and His Son. And then we go down into the, the, the second part, and verse 5 is kind of sandwiched right in there in the middle. Um, in verse 7, but if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So why did you come tonight? Why do we do this week after week? Fellowship is very, very, very important. And it's only possible because we have a perfect, loving God to whom we can come to. And, and you know, we like to focus on, I'll, 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 I shouldn't say the, 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 the editorial we. I like to fo- focus on, on God's love for me because it's about me, isn't it? But it's, it's just... It never ceases to amaze me how when I go into any, any congregation or something, and if I were to ask different questions about where different people are from, uh, what their backgrounds uh, are, what you do for a living, certain likes, dislikes, and things like that, um, even in a, in a room like this, in an audience like this, it would be very diverse, would it not? Now, and I see a lot, of, a lot of Caucasians who probably have a lot of things in common. But this same gospel goes out to people of every tongue, every ethnicity, uh, so we're talking about greater hurdles culturally, uh, you know, linguistically, backgrounds, etc. And this gospel comes to us so that we may have fellowship with one another. It's quite an amazing thing. Quite a beautiful thing. And how does this fellowship come about? So let's let's look at just a couple of things, verses real quickly, please. I'm, I'm just going to go to one. I'm just gonna, I'm going to go back to, uh, or I'm going to go to Matthew's gospel. Matthew's gospel. Sermon on the Mount, chapter 5, 
And I'm going to read from verses 14 to 16. This is Jesus speaking to disciples. Where he says, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light so shine before others. That's where fellowship comes from. Peter talks about being um, coming into his marvelous light. And again, not to think literally like, you know, we get a light bulb implanted inside of us. But Christ in you, what does it mean? It means everything. It means you now are bearers of these things. And if you don't think so, you need to think twice. You are called to goodness. You are called to righteousness. You are called to peace. You are called to knowledge. You're called to holiness. You're called to fellowship. And it's only possible because there is really one light. Let your light, the light that has come to live within you, so shine before others. What? Why? That others may see it and do what? Glorify God. And it's just a, it's just a neat thing. I come made in his image, transformed by him and his light to now be a transforming force in the world. Not because of who I am, but because of who he is. And I come to impart what God has given to me to other believers. And we share these things with one another. And by them we are built up. As Peter would say, into a holy priesthood, a holy nation. People unto God. Once we were not a people, but now we are the people of God. And we become this incredible thing called the church. How well are we reflecting this light. Yes, we're not perfect in reflecting that light, but we must seek the light daily. And that very famous verse here in one first John one nine, the role of confession. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness so that we keep coming back and being led and growing in the light. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, 
how easily we can acknowledge that in ourselves we are nothing, but in your light we have life. And Lord, what a mysterious, mysterious, mysterious thing it is that by your Spirit you have called us to be your light bearers in this dark world. Lord, in a way that could seem daunting, but Lord, we want to love the light. So thank you for the privilege and cause us to continually be on our knees confessing our sins that our fellowship with you remains intact, that our fellowship with one another may continue to grow. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.